Are you ready for a travel adventure? How about an exciting trip to Venice or an exhilarating experience in Bangkok? Maybe you were more about a culinary adventure in Barcelona or just a relaxing day cruising the canals of Amsterdam. Join the Professor Travel as he invites you on an epic excursion, one that has you traveling the globe with him. Come and experience a world of culture, a world of history and architecture, a world of food and experiences to broaden your mind and save you time and money as you travel. Learn more, discuss more, travel more, and enjoy life more. And now your host, The Professor Travel. Greetings, students, and welcome to this special edition of the, the Professor Travel Domestic Edition. I am your host, The Professor Travel, coming to you from Southern California. This is the website, the vlog, and the podcast that you come to in order to learn more about different travel destinations. This is where we come as a community in order to discuss more. Hopefully, this will inspire you to travel more and ultimately to enjoy life more. Now, you can reach me at a variety of my different social media sites, of course, starting with my website at The Professor Travel. On YouTube, on Facebook, and now on TikTok, you can reach me at The Professor Travel. If you're an Instagrammer, you can find me there at The underscore Professor underscore travel. If you're a Twitter, then you can find me on Twitter at the professor TR1. And then finally, if you're a blogger, you can find me on Blogspot at theprofessortravel.blogspot.com. Today, I want to introduce you to our visiting professor, Mark McClure from the Cruise World. How are you doing, Mark? I'm good. Thanks. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate your time. And we're going to be talking a little bit about Michigan today. But before we get started, just to share with my students, I'd like to know a little bit about your background, maybe some of your credentials, either for education or from places that you've traveled before. All right. So I, I was born and raised in Michigan. Uh, after high school, I, I attended and graduated from Spex Howard School of Broadcast Arts. I had uh, this huge dream of breaking into the television business. Um, but after, uh, after some grinding and a few years, not much success, I took a complete turn uh, and decided to join the Army. <laughs> so in the Army, I was a military police corrections officer. So I didn't really get to see the world uh, that I, like I wanted to and like some folks in the military do. So what I pretty much saw was the inside of a prison every day. <laughs> but, uh, after I got out of the army, I, I went to work for the federal government and that's what I've done for the past 20 years. And uh, I've been very blessed as far as travel goes. And I've, I've been able to see over 75 different countries. Wow. Um, that's amazing. Like what are your favorites? Uh, well, Rome, uh, what, uh, Italy is, is one of my favorites. I've been able to visit uh, Rome and, and, you know, climb to the top of the tower of Pisa, go down in, inside the, uh, you know, into the bowels of the Colosseum where the gladiators were uh, to, you know, ride a gondolier in the, in the canals of Venice. And it's just, Italy is probably one of my favorite, uh, favorite places, but it's, it's hard to pick one. You know, I've seen a lot of amazing things and this, it's a great, big, beautiful world that uh, I'm just blessed to have been able to get out and see. Well, I will definitely want to make sure that we continue to talk with you about that as we continue to move forward. Uh, at the time of recording right now, we're obviously locked in the pandemic, so we can't really travel internationally. But coincidentally, one of my favorite spots also in Italy is the city of Verona. And I absolutely, I'm not sure if you've ever had an opportunity to go there. I, I have. When we were, we did a cruise, uh, as, as you may see, cruising is my thing. We did a cruise out of Venice. So when we, when we were there uh, pre-cruise, we took a, a day trip over to Verona and 
what a what a beautiful little city you know the whole romeo and juliet and and uh you know we did a tour there it was very very beautiful Absolutely. So we'll continue to talk in the future about all the different international travel. I'm looking forward to it again. I know you have a cruise coming up here. I have a cruise at the end of the year. I'm hoping we'll launch uh, to Australia. So we'll see how that one goes for me. So wish me luck on that. But today we're here to talk about Michigan. So let's start um, because I know nothing, absolutely nothing about the history of Michigan. Can you share with us a little bit about your knowledge? I mean, having lived there your entire life, just share with us a little bit about what you know about Michigan. All right. So I know that uh, many, many years ago when the Europeans uh, first came over and settled in what is now Michigan, uh, it was already inhabited by a bunch of Native American tribes. OK, and you can you can still see that today in in a lot of the names that we have for our cities, uh, towns and, and, and everything. Even Michigan uh, is named after that. So we've got like Chippewa County, Ogama, uh, Osceola, all of those names derived from the Native Americans. Very, very strong presence here um, in the state. Excellent. Now, I know you guys are surrounded by a couple of the Great Lakes as well. Um, which, which, ones, which ones are you specifically surrounded in there? Uh, oh, man. <laughs> well, we've, got, we've got Huron, Michigan, uh, Superior. Uh, Erie is down over uh, more, more so uh, on, uh, by Ohio and then Ontario. So, I mean, they're all... We, I believe four of the four of the five Great Lakes uh, are, are directly on us. Excellent. And one thing that's unique, I think, about your state, and I've done multiple interviews on a variety of different states, but I've never really seen a state that is almost completely cut in half. I mean, you have a northern peninsula section and a southern peninsula section. Um, any idea of like like was that was there ever talk uh, with your within your state of making it into two separate states or whatever the thought was? Yeah, I think uh, there's there's been a lot uh, in in my lifetime a lot of uh, a lot of talk about the the folks in the upper peninsula uh, peninsula wanting to uh, secede from us and and be their own state. I don't think it's really ever gotten anywhere, but they they kind of they kind of see themselves as a different state. Uh, you know, they're called they're called the Youpers uh, from where we're at here. So, you know, we're you know some of the some of the people in the Upper Peninsula will call us the uh, in the Lower Peninsula the trolls because we're below the bridge and they're referring oh. to the, the Mackinac Bridge that connects uh, the Lower uh, and Upper Peninsula. So I, I take a little bit of offense to that, but uh, yeah. the Upper Peninsula is is a beautiful place. It's it's a special place, but it's it's beautiful, and we'll we'll probably talk a little bit more about that later. Excellent. And then I know some, obviously with the history of Michigan, you have the automotive industry has played a huge yeah. role in development there. I, I, any thoughts on that? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously Michigan or more specifically the largest city in Michigan, Detroit is commonly known for a couple of things. And number one is obviously cars. Uh, back in the early 1900s, a uh, guy you may have heard of, Henry Ford, uh, started Ford Motor Company. And then uh, I, I believe he was actually actually in business with the Dodge Brothers too. So shortly following after that, you had General Motors and Chrysler, and those obviously make up the big three automakers. And, and they helped Detroit become what it was and, and, and form Michigan as a state as well. And that's, you know, that's where we got the nickname uh, Motown for Detroit. Nice. Okay. Well, let's move on to a little bit of the geography. Because again, what, you are surrounded by a variety of different states and another country. Uh, so like, what is, what is in your proximity? 
All right, so we're we're obviously up in the northern Midwest. Uh, we're like the 11th biggest state in the country, commonly referred to as the mitten state or the glove, just because of of the the shape. We're one of the easiest uh, easiest states to to spot on the map when you're looking because because we're surrounded by those Great Lakes and it and it forms that mitten or glove shape. We've got uh, Ohio and Indiana to uh, to our south uh, land borders. And we also share a land border with Wisconsin from the Upper Peninsula. Uh, in addition to that, we've got four international ports of entry between Canada. Um, there's two not very far from where I live in Detroit. Uh, there's one in Port Huron, which is more up by the thumb of Michigan. And then up in the Upper Peninsula, we've got uh, Sault Ste. Marie, uh, which which uh, has uh, shares a, a border there with Canada. Fantastic. Now, you guys get a little bit of extreme weather in your specific area. Uh, the, I, I understand temperatures can get down to frigid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> talk, to, talk to me a little bit about some any, any type of uh, extreme weather incidents that happen, you know, like blizzards <laughs> or... Yeah, right, right now the weather is cold, 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 cold. So uh, here, here in the Lower Peninsula, we, we share or we have four very distinct... Uh, seasons okay we've got we've got warm to hot summers cool to warm uh springs and falls and then uh you know cold winters with with usually lots of snow up in the up in the upper peninsula it's it's a little more extreme you know their their summers are are nice but but kind of cool and relaxing but their winters uh they're frigid and uh a ton of snow I would imagine being surrounded by all those lakes, you probably have a pretty sizable amount of humidity in your area. Yeah, it, it, it gets very humid. So the the heat here in the summers, you know, it can get into the 90s and, and you know, you walk out the door and the second you're out, uh, you're, you're dripping with sweat. You're like, so. I need a shower right away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and here here in uh, sub, the southern part of Michigan, where I'm at, we also, uh, we also have tornadoes that come through. Uh, oh. We're not... We're not tornado alley by any of the means, but uh, I believe as far as in terms of numbers of tornadoes that we get, we're not really far behind that. But it's primarily across the uh, the southern part of the state. And those are usually during the like spring and summertime. They don't really get into the winter time. Correct. Period. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and something if if I may, something I wanted to talk about. Uh, we're talking about all of the lakes. You know, Michigan has. I think it's over 3,200 miles of freshwater shoreline. That's more than any other state in the U.S. And because of that, you know, it's big shipping channels and, and you know, not so much as it used to be, but, you know, we have a lot of lighthouses. I think there used to be over 200 lighthouses uh, along along the, the shoreline in Michigan. Um, there's there's still over 100. And, and with COVID being the way it was and unable to travel internationally, like you said earlier, this past this past summer, uh, my wife and I hopped in the car and we went and we visited a bunch of lighthouses and just really got out and, and saw what Michigan was all about. So we had a really good time with that. You know, funny that you mentioned that. We And before we started recording, we talked a little bit about how a lot of the travel influencers are talking now about or maybe making some changes in their channel over the last year because of COVID to incorporate a little bit more domestic travel. Is that something that you've had to do on your channel? I I did is so if if you if if your students go to my channel and they they'll have to dig deep because I've 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 turned it back towards cruising because that's that's my love and that's my passion but I I really 
you know, I've, I've lived in Michigan for over 40 years, but since I was a, a, a little kid and my parents took me around the state, I hadn't really, I hadn't really gone out into the state much. But last year, being unable to cruise with so many cruises canceled, we wanted to get out and do something. So my wife and I said, you know what, we're going to go do some vlogs. So one of our one of our uh, tourism uh, promotions here in the state is Pure Michigan. Hmm. So I did a a short Pure Michigan series that. You know, they got quite a few, quite a few views. I think I've got four or five videos posted and they are on the Cruise World channel. I will eventually move those over to another channel that's primarily just uh, general travel related. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if you, if any of your students want to see more of, of what I saw for Pure Michigan, just a little taste, I do have four or five Pure Michigan video vlog, uh, vlogs on the channel. And so, that's, that's at the crew, that's at the Cruise World on YouTube. Is that correct? Yeah, the cruise. You type, if you type in the cruise world, uh, uh, you'll. I'll be. I should be the first one that pops up. Um, you might have to scroll down a little uh, in the video sections to get to those. But to answer your question simply, yes, I I did because because I just was trying to figure out how to navigate. You know, running a channel that's all about cruising when there's no cruising. Um, but I've shifted to keeping people updated on on news and other things that are going on. Uh, and just looking forward to getting back uh, back to cruising. But man, one of the silver linings that, that came out of it was getting out and seeing the beautiful state that has surrounded me uh, my whole life. Awesome. And I want to I want to compliment you on that because it really does allow us to you know get out, understand a little bit more about our general area, and maybe some things that we hadn't really had the opportunity to explore just because either we didn't have the time, the resources, or just the inclination to want to do it previously. So awesome. Now let's talk a little bit about the culture of Michigan and there is a lot of pure Michigan going on there. Um, uh, in terms of the religion prim- predominantly within your area, I think it primarily, primarily is Christian, correct? Yeah. I, the, for the most part, the state primarily identifies as Christian. Yeah. Okay. Then in terms of art in the community that you have there, whether that's performance art or whether that's uh, fine arts, uh, you have some famous people, obviously, uh, David Spade, but Donna's from Detroit. Uh, famous director John Hughes is, fr- is, from yep. Det- is from Michigan as well. Any others that maybe are slipping through my grasp there? Well, you know, uh, Motown also uh, birthed a, a sound that's world, uh, known worldwide as, as well with the Motown sound. So you've got a lot of a lot of folks like that uh, in the music industry, and more recently, Eminem, Kid Rock, uh, Bob Seger uh, from the area, and uh, Ted Nugent. Um, and we also have we have a lot of uh, we, we've got museums and, and venues, like you said, too. The Detroit Institute of Art, Henry Ford Museum in Greenfield Village. Oh, yeah. if, 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 if you love the automotive, you know, cars and, and automotive, it's a wonderful place to go. Um, but yeah, we, a lot of famous people, uh, actress, Kristen Bell, who's pretty popular now. Uh, she's, she's from this area as well. Yeah. Especially if you're a frozen fan. Awesome. And then of course, if you're, uh, if again, speaking of Disney, if you're a fan of toy story, uh, the voice of Buzz Lightyear is from there as well. Correct. Absolutely, Tim Allen, and he actually voices uh, our Pure Michigan uh, commercials that we have for the state. Wonderful, awesome. Now, in terms of the language uh, within your area, it's pr- it's predominantly English, uh, but there are you know a smattering of like minor dialects or indoor languages that are in, that are sprinkled in the area. Correct? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We do have a, a good sized Polish, uh, Hispanic, and Arabic population in Metro Detroit, so you will. 
you will run across, uh, you know, Spanish and, and Arabic. Uh, and then we also have a good sized Dutch population on the west side of the state in Holland, uh, which is also a, a wonderful place to, uh, to visit. And you can see the tulips and the windmills they have out there. So it's pretty interesting. It's quite literally like a coin there, like a little mini Amsterdam. It, it, it absolutely is. They don't have all the canals, but yeah, it's 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 got a real Dutch feeling out there. It's it's a fun place to visit. It's one of the places that I visited last uh, last summer. Excellent. Now, on my favorite topic, which is of course food, um, you guys have your own <laughs> you guys have your own style of pizza. Um, how, like, how do you classify like a Detroit pizza, or, or, or like what is, what exactly well, is it? Yeah. So. To be honest with you, I don't. It, it's it's a little bit more of a deep dish, and, and I'm not really crazy about that personally. Um, but you're absolutely right. We do have a lot of foods that are that are iconic to, to Michigan, and and one of the big things I think if you, especially if you go downtown in Detroit, would be the Coney Dogs. We've got we've got some some famous hot dog places that uh, uh, that have been seen on a lot of the the television channels. Um, if you head up to the Upper Peninsula, they've got pasties, which are like little meat pies that they're yeah. very famous for. Uh, another really cool city to uh, to visit in Michigan is Frankenmuth. It's it's basically known as Little Bavaria, so it's, it's like a little little taste of Germany here. It's the Christmas capital of the world. They've got the biggest Christmas store in the world called Bronner's. It's open. It's only closed like a couple days a year. I think Christmas and Easter, um, and they are famous for their fried chicken up there. So you definitely have to check that out if you're in town. Okay, cherries. I see the cherries you've got there on on the slide. That those come from Traverse City. Um, they have a huge uh, cherry festival every uh, every year. Uh, South Haven has a blueberry festival, mm-hmm. and oh, another place that I went uh, this past summer, Mackinac Island. Uh, a beautiful place. Um, you cross you cross the bridge. Uh, well, I guess you can you can you can get a catch a ferry to Mackinac Island from either the lower the lower peninsula or the upper peninsula. But you know you'll leave right from there. It's not far from the Mackinac Bridge, and they are the the world capital for making fudge. So uh, fudge is is amazing there. Yeah, fudge is amazing in general. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it's one of my favorite confections. So any, any flavor you want of fudge, they're, they're making it up there. Um, and I see that on the slide, you all you also have a, a Polish treat there um, that that uh, is spelled kind of weird, but is actually pronounced punchkis. And that's a, yep, that's a Polish treat that's big on Fat Tuesdays. And, and again, we have Hamtramck, which is a, a suburb here in Metro Detroit. Uh, has a big Polish population and the bakeries there, they make punchkis, which are essentially 2000 calorie uh, (laughs) jelly filled donuts. That sounds incredibly healthy and very soulful in a way, you know, I like soul food. And so that's one of the things I was like, you know, it just makes me feel good to have something like that once in a while. You don't eat it all the time, you know, maybe once a year. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. Once a year. (laughs) Yeah. And then in terms of sports and recreation, you're, what are you wearing on your, on your lapel right there? Well, it's, it's, it's tough. You know, we've got all four major sports here in Michigan. Uh, they're all they're all based out of out of uh, our largest city again, Detroit. Detroit's not our capital. Uh, Lansing is is our capital, but uh, Detroit has the major sports. We've got the Detroit Tigers uh, in baseball. We've got the Pistons for basketball, the Red Wings for hockey, and of course, my Detroit Your Lions. Your beloved Lions. <laughs> and man, we've we've uh, 
we've we've struggled in 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 Michigan sports, but uh, we also host uh, a Grand Prix on Belle Isle, which is right here in Detroit, and we have NASCAR in the state uh, as well at the Michigan Speedway in Brooklyn. Excellent. Now, in terms of the. Um and you also have college sports too. That are oh yeah, pretty big. we got huge, huge rivalries with uh, Michigan State University Spartans and the University of Michigan Wolverines, and we've got uh, you know just a, a lot of a lot of sports there with with the different colleges: Central Michigan, Eastern Michigan, Western Michigan. But obviously the the big uh, the big rivalry is is between uh, the Spartans and the Wolverines, uh, and it's 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 pretty divided. Unless we're playing Ohio State, and then we all root for the mission. <laughs> well, that's good. And then um, finally, uh, I don't think there's – you don't have any major holidays that are state-specific in your area, do you? Not specific. You know, we, we, uh, we love celebrating all, all of the major holidays uh, that, uh, that, that uh, the majority of America does, but no specific holidays to my knowledge anyway. And clearly Christmas up in, up in your area there too. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Frankenmuth is big. You know uh, – quick little story was pretty crazy. One time I was, I was in Florida on I-75 and, and I saw a billboard for Bronner's in Frankenmuth, Michigan. And I'm like, man, that, that would be something. If somebody sees a billboard in town in Florida and says, you know what, let's, let's head up to Michigan and go, go do some <laughs> Christmas shopping. I don't, I don't know how, how uh, smart that was to put that down there, but uh, I thought that was pretty neat to see that all the way down there. If it's got a website on there, I'm sure it's going to be a yeah. few hits at least. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I think part of the charm, though, is to come up once in a, once a year, maybe to check out this, you know, the store and stuff like that. You know, yeah. We're, oh yeah. We're, like my family is just starting to get into Christmas because we have a mixed we have a mixed family, and mm-hmm. so we so we definitely are like starting to build up our ornament collection as far as okay. certain things that we want to have. So as we go along through that process, yeah, we're going to get rid of the plastic ornaments in favor of the more collectible ornaments and things like that. So that way it could be you know, generational at that point. Yeah. And that's, that's your place to go. I mean, you, you walk around that store, which is huge and they've got all of the different sections. So any hobby or, or sports team or profession, anything you can think of that, that somebody likes to do, they've got a section of ornaments for you. Awesome. So let's talk really quick about the population of your state. Now, in general, do you know how, uh, uh, like what the general population is of the yeah, state? It's, it, it's around 10 million people. Okay. So in that, we have, if you look at the map here, and for those that are on the podcast, um, you can certainly come onto YouTube and and get some of the beautiful pictures that are part of the slides presentation here. Um, We see that there are certain population centers that are very heavily highlighted in either red or orange. Can you tell me where these areas are? Yeah, that's the right down there. That's mainly Wayne and Oakland County uh, and where you're, where you're pointing right now. And that's, uh, that's Detroit. Okay. Um, so, so you'll see Canada is right, right across, uh, from that right to the, uh, to the East okay. and, uh, into the, into the South of Detroit. So, so yeah, it, that's Detroit. And that's, that's obviously you can see where the majority of, of Michigan lives and it's the most populous area there. Now, if we go up just a little bit from there, a little diagonally, um, we have a couple of other population centers that yeah, are. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say, you know, looking at the map there, I'm going to say that that's Flint, the one that's that's just to the north, uh, to the northwest there. So you've got the Bay City, Saginaw, Midland, Flint area. Flint is one of the uh, one of the larger cities uh, in in our state as well. And I, I will throw a little bit of history now that I just thought about it. Yeah. Flint, if you want to stump somebody, Flint is the largest city in the U.S. that is a one-syllable name. Oh, 
very cool. <laughs> and then where's Lansing? Lansing is about halfway in between. So if you go, um, go right in the lower middle of, of the state there, um, down, down, right, right there. I'm going to say that that's, that's Lansing. It's, it's about halfway between Detroit and Grand Rapids, which is the, the red blurb on the left side there. Okay. And Grand perfect. Rapids is the second, the second largest city in the state. Now, for for my students who are looking at this, they'll notice that the Upper Peninsula actually is pretty devoid of any major population centers, which is quite surprising. It was really surprising to me to to take a look at it. Uh, you have a theory as to why that might be the case. Yeah, it's bitter cold there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I know I'm, I'm not. I I like playing out in the snow uh, as much as the next guy, uh, but I'm not trying to be surrounded by it. You know, for for seven, eight months of the year, but there's also a lot of, a lot of forest area, a lot of, you know, a, a lot of state land and, and some federal land up there. And it, I'll, I'm going to tell you, it's a beautiful place to visit. There are a bunch of waterfalls uh, up in, up in the upper peninsula of Michigan. There's actually, if, if you, if you search it, you know, you can, you can on, on Google, you can find some, some routes to take some road trips where you can see a bunch of beautiful waterfalls. Um, but I think Marquette is probably the most uh, most populated city up there. But as you can see, it wasn't enough to get uh, get even a red blip. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, well compared to the population centers where you have like Detroit, yeah. which are just or Flint that are overwhelmingly or yeah. Grand Rapids. So yeah, I totally get it. Now, in terms of the economy, as we've obviously mentioned, you know, Motor City is like a huge a huge push for. Um, for your state. Um, so you have obviously Ford, GM, um, Penske, obviously for any, any trucks, uh, Whirlpool for the technology of like washers and dryers and things like that. Uh, your electrical provider is DTE. Is that correct? Yeah. DTE energy. They're the ones that, uh, they're they're the ones that are allowing me to hook up and, uh, and broadcast, uh, with you today. So very important there. I think, uh, one that, that everybody can, can relate to down there is Kellogg's. Every, everybody loves a good cereal uh, every now and then, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and we also have Post here, and those are those are located in Battle Creek, Michigan, which is uh, which is sort of uh, south uh, central Michigan. It's just uh, you know in between again in between Grand Rapids and Michigan or Detroit. Excellent. Some some of the other big uh, companies that uh, that that folks may know that aren't on that list, I think are Dow chemical. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you mentioned, you mentioned pizzas earlier, now these, these aren't traditional Detroit pizzas, but uh, we're also the home of Domino's pizza. Oh yeah. And, and little Caesars. We've actually got uh, uh, an arena where the, uh, where the Red Wings and Pistons play is little Caesars uh, arena. Oh wow. Uh, Amway's from Michigan, Quicken Loans and mm-hmm. Lazy Boy. And who doesn't love a good Lazy Boy recliner? I could use one right now. I'm telling you, this chair is not the not the easiest to sit on for any length of time. Um, then, as we get into travel and transportation, you have um, you know, MDOT obviously manages your roadways there. Yeah. Uh, with all the snow, you guys get uh, pothole situations. Okay, over there. No, <laughs> no there's plenty of potholes. Uh, I, I think. Listen, I I, I think personally, MDOT does a decent a decent job when when we get the snow. At least in my areas, they're usually out pretty good. You know, throwing the salt out, plowing. Um, you know, sometimes you get the snow fast, and, and it's tough. You just got to be patient. Um, but I, I think they get a do a pretty good job clearing the roads for the most part. We also have 
you know, our, our counties, uh, like, so where I'm at, it's the County Road Commission that's responsible for all the local roads. So M, M. Dot, Michigan Department of Transportation, they'll cover the, the highways and, and whatnot. So, you know, it's a, it's a collaboration, but because of, of all the harsh uh, weather that we have and, and the substances and, and throwing the salt down, you know, potholes are a major issue and, and, you know, the road conditions are, are crazy. It's, it's, you know, we, it's, we've got two seasons basically here. We've got winter and we've got construction. Those are the two, the two seasons. There's always something under construction and I don't think there's anything they can do about it, but you know, you go to other places like California where you're at or, yeah. uh, you know, places where they don't have these, these extreme conditions and man, th- those roads are smooth. Um, you got it. Oh, and uh, Monroe, right? Monroe makes shocks and, and struts. They're they're located. They they came out of Monroe, Michigan. So they make a killing here because I tell you what, we got to replace those all the time. Do you have a situation where, um, like, do most people either? I, I, and again, I'm making a sweeping generalization. So please correct okay. my please correct me if I'm wrong. But would you say that most people you know have either a truck or an SUV or something with four wheel capability? You you know, uh, especially now in later model vehicles where all wheel drive is is an option in a lot of those as well. Yeah, tons of trucks here. I, I mean, I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm generalizing here, but I'd say you know it's it's close to fifty fifty now with with cars or trucks slash SUVs. Yeah. Um, I know that that uh, we have uh, two vehicles. One's a front wheel drive, and one is uh, all wheel drive. I've had rear wheel drive vehicles. I, I used to be a Mustang guy and you know, you can try to make them work here in the winter, but it's, it's not very fun. Maybe if you're living directly in a city like Detroit, it might be a little bit easier where they're regularly plowing the streets all the time, as opposed to out just even in the suburbs yeah, of Detroit. And, and we've got a lot of, we've got a lot of farm area and we still have a lot of roads in, in the, uh, more rural areas that that are dirt roads they're not paved and oh. when and when the snow and ice comes down it's i mean you you can't roll on that with not with a rear wheel drive you know four wheel drive or all wheel drive i mean you can at least get it to pass but you know there's there's no they don't they don't run the the plow trucks down there as much they don't salt as much um so you know you you got to have something that can get you around and i think that's why you do see a lot of suvs and trucks in this area Makes sense. What about in terms of other transportation types, um, whether it's airports, uh, lake ports, train depots, um, the ferry system? You may mention you guys have a ferry system that takes you from one of the side of the peninsula to the other. Yeah, well, that yeah, that's uh, that's mainly what I was speaking of. It would be the uh, the ferries that run to Mackinac Island, and there's there's some other things to do there. The main the main way to get across uh, from the lower peninsula to the upper peninsula is the Mackinac Bridge, which is which is a, a beautiful bridge. Um, but yeah, the ferries that I was speaking of mainly go to uh, Mackinac Island. Um, so we've got uh, Detroit Metro Airport, which is the biggest airport in uh, in the state. Uh, we have a nice size airport in Grand Rapids. Lansing and Flint also have uh, have airports that I believe are, are international airports. Uh, we've got some busing systems, but it's not... The, you know, the commuter, we have no commuter trains or subways. Um, we do have some Amtrak stations um, and in like Flint and Detroit and Grand Rapids, there are some, some busing uh, companies that, that can get people around. But for the most part in the state of Michigan, I mean, almost everybody has their own vehicle. Okay. 
And then in terms of tourism in your state, like when I normally think of tourism, I think of either amusement parks or large shopping metro areas. Mm-hmm. Um, anything pop to mind for you that like people are like, oh, you have to come here in order to, this, to do this or go here or see this? I, I think the big draw on Michigan is pure Michigan. It's, you know, you can come here in the summer and, and you can have all of your water sports, your, um, your boating, your fishing, uh, you know, hunting is, is big here. Uh, in the winter, you can, you can come and you can do all of your snow sports, snowmobiling, skiing, things like that. We've got, uh, we've got some beautiful places, Silver Lake sand dunes, uh, sleeping bear sand dunes, uh, Kitchen to Kippy is, is, a, is an awesome man-made lake. It's, it, there's a lot of beautiful things. We do have a theme park. It's Michigan Adventure. It's on the west side uh, over on, on the west coast of the state and, uh, near Muskegon uh, that a lot of people love to go to. But I, I think, I, I just think Michigan itself, it, you know, nothing man-made. I think the, uh, you know, the, just the state is, is the draw. It's pure Michigan. Just the nature of it all. Yeah. Wonderful. Now let's talk really briefly about the government in your area. Um, so obviously you have federal and then you have state and local. Um, mm-hmm. Is it pretty much split, would you say, between the Republicans and Democrats, like conservative and liberal for the most part, or is it heavily yeah. more than the other? I, I this is, this is my personal belief. And I, I think, I think it is, it is pretty split. It's we're you know, the last couple of elections, it's been it's been neck and neck, and I think in the the higher populated areas would lean Democrat, whereas whereas the you know the greener areas on that map you showed um, for the most part uh, lean Republican. Okay, and that's the same both on the federal and on the local level. Would you say? Yeah, I, that that's my take on it. Okay, perfect. Now, in terms of resources, uh, just some of the natural resources I tend to think about um, for purposes of Michigan, obviously copper, iron, salt. God knows you need a lot of salt, especially on the roadways there. Um, But you have a different take as well on some of the natural resources just in your area based on the natural beauty of your area. Yeah, when when I think of natural resources, I'm thinking about the forests, the lakes. Uh, We have wetlands here in the state. We have sand dunes. So fishing and, and wildlife is, is huge here in the state of Michigan. And, and you know, that's what, that's what a lot of people come here to the state do. And that's why a lot of people that live here in the state choose to live here. Excellent. Also, in terms of education, uh, not to think that the entire state is just a nature preserve. You know, I mean, obviously you guys have major yeah. cities. Detroit is a huge city. But then you also have a couple of major colleges. Um, you have Michigan State University, which was founded back in the mid-1800s, and then mm-hmm. uh, University of Michigan, early, early, early 1800s. Um, but you also have a, a couple of other major colleges as well, correct? Yeah, we've got Central Michigan, uh, Eastern Michigan, Western Michigan, Northern Michigan. I mean, I don't know if you're seeing a pattern here. Um, <laughs> but there there are some, uh, some other ones uh, as well. Um, lots of private colleges and and uh, religious uh, institutions. Um, so, and you know, and the public schools uh, that we have around here are good too. At least I know in the area that, that I'm in, uh, very, very good public schools. Literacy rate pretty good? Yeah, I think it's around, around the average. Uh, I, I did take a peek and it's around 91%, which, which I believe comes right in around average for the, for the country. Okay, perfect. Um, then finally, uh, in terms of safety and security, when I think of safety and security, um, obviously 
when you get into larger cities like Detroit, you're, you know, any Los Angeles where I'm at, mm-hmm. um, you, you just got to know where to go and certain times of where to go as well. You know, it, it's to protect yourself, be smart, obviously. Um, but in terms of major crimes, um, nothing really comes to mind in terms of like mass murder or anything that's really crazy there. And, yeah, no, we do. D- Detroit, uh, obviously, is historically known as one of the most dangerous cities. Uh, and we've also got some other high crime areas in Flint and Grand Rapids. But but yeah, like, like you said, I, there's there's no real things that, that stand out. As with any big city, you you are and you watch the news, you are going to hear about some murders and some violent crimes. Um, and, and, I'm, I'm, and I'm not going to candy coat it. Detroit uh, can be a dangerous place in areas. It is it is uh, especially the downtown area is is really pushing uh, to modernize and and be a vibrant place where tourists can come. Um, but the only thing really that I can think of in our state that that made major headlines anytime recently was just this past year when we did have an anti-government group uh, place death threats against our governor uh, and plotted to kidnap her. Gosh, that's crazy. Well. On that note, <laughs> let's, let's listen to this on a little bit of a higher note, though. Okay. Um, Sounds good. Sorry about that. So, no, no, no. No, it's, it's appreciated, especially when, uh, you know, my students are interested in wanting to know more about places and travel. It's important to kind of, it, I appreciate that you don't sugarcoat it because it's important for us to get a better understanding of, okay, if I'm going to go there, what are some things I'd want to be aware of? But on that same token, let's, let's end with this. If I was going to, if I had a, a round trip ticket and I just happened to go to anywhere in Michigan, why am I going to Michigan? Why would you recommend that I go to Michigan? If you, if you love the outdoors, uh, Michigan is the place to be. You can go up to the UP uh, and, and you can see beautiful waterfalls. Mackinac Island is just, it, it, it's like stepping back in time. There's, there's, the only vehicles on, on the island are emergency vehicles, you know, a fire truck and a police. You get around with horse and carriage or bicycles. So, so that's an awesome place to go. Uh, you know, if you, if, you want, if you want the taste of, of a city, we've, we've got the great sports in Detroit with a, with a vibrant and growing downtown area with a beautiful river walk uh, where, where you can uh, walk along the Detroit River with Windsor, Ontario, Canada, right across, uh, right across the bridge there. There's, it's just a beautiful place. Like I said earlier, the Cherry Festival in uh, in Traverse City, it's it's great. It, if you love being able to to have the different seasons, you know, appreciate fall and the beautiful colors, uh, you know, on the trees in in the fall, the winter, and then the spring as it starts to warm up, and then the summers. You can't beat the summers here in Michigan. Well, I will have to give it a shot. So thank you for the invite. (laughs) And again, thank you so much for being part of this. I really appreciate you sharing this information with my students. Thank you so much. I I appreciate you having me. Uh, You know, like I said earlier, the the silver lining of of this whole pandemic was me being able to to relearn about about my state and and all of the things that have surrounded me my whole life that I just kind of took for granted. Um, I love seeing the world. But sometimes you got to see what's right around you, too. Don't, don't be blind to it. Well, but you do have some exciting adventures coming up, too, correct? I do. I, I, have, a lot of, I have a lot of cruises planned, and the next one is out of Barcelona, and, and I, I really hope that it goes. But 
I'm not going to hold my breath on it. Well, keep it in mind as a destination because I got to tell you, it's one of my favorite spots. And I know you've been there a little bit before, but I'm telling yeah. you, it's it's going to be amazing. If if my students did want to take a look at your adventures, like what would be the best place for them to go and check that out? Uh, on you can check it out on on the Cruise World uh, doc, you know Cruise World on YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, if, if you dig deep, you can see some of my older adventures. You know where I went to uh, Egypt. Uh, I saw Petra in, in Jordan, which is an amazing, amazing place. Um, so yeah, and you can also uh, join our Facebook group. It's, it's the cruise world on Facebook uh, where we, we talk about cruising and, and having fun. And you know, that's, that's where I'm at. It's all about the cruise world with me. Absolutely. And we're going to keep track of that. And so for all my students out there, definitely go see Mark and his wonderful wife at The Cruise World on YouTube and all of the different sites. Mark, again, thank you so very much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Now, for my students that are out there, if you have any questions or comments on this or any other videos that I produce, please feel free to send me an email at scott at theprofessortravel.com. If you want to be informed when new videos come up, hit that little bell icon right above us here in order to be able to be notified about that. If you haven't already done so, please feel free to subscribe. It doesn't cost you anything, and we certainly appreciate that. And if you like this video and you'd like to continue to receive this content, hit that thumbs up button. If you're listening on the podcast, however, by all means, you know, certainly feel free to rate us and give us a review. We really appreciate any and all the feedback. But until our next time, my name is Scott, and I am the Professor Travel. Make it a wonderful day. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. The Professor Travel is a broadcast from Orange County, California. A transcript of each podcast may be requested by contacting the Professor Travel at his website, theprofessortravel.com. For opportunities to work with the Professor Travel, feel free to contact Scott at theprofessortravel.com or contact us through YouTube, Instagram, or Facebook at The Professor Travel or Twitter at TheProfessorTR1. Make every day a great day to have a travel adventure.